The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Mark. As Jesus was setting out on a journey, a man ran up, knelt down before him, and asked him, Good teacher, what must I do to inherit eternal life? Jesus answered him, Why do you call me good? No one is good but God alone. You know the commandments. You shall not kill, you shall not commit adultery, you shall not steal, you shall not bear false witness, you shall not defraud, honor your father and your mother. He replied and said to him, Teacher, all of these I have observed from my youth. Jesus looked at him, loved him, and said to him, You are lacking in one thing. Go, sell what you have, and give to the poor and you will have treasure in heaven. Then, come follow me. At this statement, his face fell, and he went away very sad, as he had many possessions. Jesus looked around and said to his disciples, how hard it is for those who have wealth to enter the kingdom of God. The disciples were amazed at his words, so Jesus said to them again, said to them in reply, Children, how hard it is to enter the kingdom of God. It is easier for a camel to pass through the eye of a needle than for one who is rich to enter the kingdom of God. They were exceedingly astonished and said among themselves, Then who can be saved? Jesus looked at them and said, For human beings it is impossible, but not for God. All things are possible. For God. Jesus began to say to him, We have given up everything and have followed you. And Jesus said, Amen, I say to you, there is no one who has given up house or brothers or sisters or mother or father or children or lands for my sake and for the sake of the gospel who will not receive a hundred times more now in this present age. Houses and brothers and sisters and mothers and children and lands with persecutions and eternal life in the age to come. The Gospel of the Lord. We all have heard this gospel before, numerous times. And we all hear how Jesus says that it is easier for a camel to go through the eye of a needle than it is for a rich person to go to heaven. So Jesus is saying here that we all have to go out today. We have to sell everything we have. We have to take all the money that we got from selling and all the money in our bank accounts and you have to give it to the church. So you can write out a check to Father Andy. Right? Yeah. Right. Yeah, that's exactly what we're supposed to do because, you see, that's what Jesus is telling us here. The eye of a needle is not the same idea as what we're thinking. Now, of course, they would have had bone needles, so it wouldn't be as small as what it is today. But what Jesus is talking about, particularly here, is a hole in the wall 
of the old city of Jerusalem. Now, you may have heard this story before and heard how this explains what he's saying, because we priests, when we don't know what else to say, this is kind of what we say. At least I've heard it a million times. I don't know about you. But I'm saying it today because I think it's extremely important for us to understand this image. Jesus uses a lot of different images that we can't understand. When I was in the Holy Land, I had the opportunity to see what they called the eye of a needle. And so it's this hole in the wall, and what you had to do to get into it is you had to bow your head. And when you stuck your head through, if you were someone bad, you lost your head. But if you were someone good, you could get through. Now, if you were to go feet first, they once again knew that you had bad plans. And so they would pull you through, and you'd lose your head. Well, we kind of need our head to get to the kingdom of heaven. So we don't want to do that. And so what Jesus is saying is, because this is such a narrow place to get through, and because we have to humble ourselves, it's easier for this animal, who is burdened with all the goods that we have, the goods that we carry, it's easier for this animal to get through that than it is for us to get to heaven if we are rich. And so what, is it, what exactly is he talking about when he means when we are rich? Is it that when he means we are rich in the spirit? No. Does it mean that we are rich in his love? No. But rather when we are rich of worldly vices, when we are rich of our own pride, when we are rich of our own amazingness, I guess. And so the image that he's saying to these people, because this very wealthy young man has come to him saying, what do I have to do? What do I have to do? And he says, you've done everything. What else? Well, you're lacking here is your love and your faith. Because you're putting things before me. And God doesn't want any of us to put anything before him. And so, just like we heard a few weeks ago, if something is, cu- is removing us from his graces, cut it off. Deacon very clearly said in his homily, if your phone, which is uh, one of the biggest distractions, is causing you to sin, get rid of it. That's what Jesus is saying. If we are placing anything in our lives before him, before the goodness that he is, then it is going to be difficult to actually enter into heaven. And so Peter, thinking that he's so smart, once again says, we have given up everything and followed you. Well, haven't we? Or have we said, "Mm, you can have everything but this, Lord. You can have everything but I'm going to hold on to this because it means too much to me to let go of. Newsflash, you can't take it with you to heaven. If you're prideful, you can't take that with you to heaven. No one's prideful in heaven because we're all worshiping God. If you are angry with someone, you can't take that to heaven because there's no anger in heaven. There's only love. There's only peace. There's only mercy. There's only forgiveness. So there's only one other option then if we're holding on to those things in our lives. We don't want that. We don't want that. 
Jesus doesn't say it's going to be easy. He doesn't say that this is a cakewalk. He doesn't say that this is going to be something that we can take up right this second and it will be easy for the rest of our lives. In fact, he says to us, there's no one who has given up house or brothers or sisters or mother or father or children or lands for my sake and the sake of the gospel who will not receive a hundredfold uh, times more now in this present age. We're not going to get it now. We're not going to get it now. We will receive more in the eternal life in the age to come. And so it's going to be difficult. It's going to be a struggle. It's going to cause us pain. But we know the end of the story. We know why we are gathered here. And so Jesus tells us today, humble yourself in my presence. He says to your heart today, humble yourself when I am there, because nothing you need is any greater than me. And so he comes to us today in the bread and wine that we offer on this altar. He comes today in his body, blood, soul, and divinity to nourish us, to give us that love, to give us that strength, so that even when we face persecution, when we face pain and suffering, we can get up. We can go and we can be his disciples in a world which so desperately needs his love and mercy. May you come to find him calling you every day of your life that when he says to you, come, follow me. And when he finally says to you, come rest, you hear him say, well done, my good and faithful servant.